It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It's another great Monday. I don't know where you are. I don't know how your weather is. It's cold or warm or rainy or sunny, but it's still a great day. It's wonderful to be here, and I thank you so much for joining me today on Growing in Greatness. I'm going to continue from last week. Um, my subject matter was the trust factor in business, and this was something that pressed on me for a while to do something and to say something about how things are going. We've been in such a difficult time. People have been scrambling, doing the best they can, sometimes as good as they should. Um, and this whole frustration in terms of trying to make money, having money, being successful, people have kind of lost their way in terms of basic human dignity and principles. And I want to talk more about going back to our basis in terms of trust in business. And some people have been emboldened to say and do things that are not uh, indicative of who they are. I want to encourage everyone to go back to your brand, go back to who you are and the business that you are. Don't be fearful about the times that you need to do something that's not in line with the kind of business person you are working to become and working to be. So last week we talked about the trust factor. We talked about how in business, whether it's profit business or a nonprofit business, sales drives it all. Selling somebody a new product, a new car, a new hairdo, a new service that you offer, uh, consulting, that's the service. That's the sale. Uh, the way to get people to invest in your in your um, cause, your nonprofit, give money to the cause, that's also a type of sale. And that all boils down to trust. Whether I trust you to do what you say you're going to do, whether I trust your cause is being conveyed to me accurately, it's all about trust. And to go a little deeper that in the business arena, trust equals speed. You're more likely to make a decision to uh, support someone, to buy something from someone, to support a cause if you trust the person or entity that you're dealing with. You know from past experience, I can trust what they say. And that's so important. I think we've gotten off that. So the first time thing we talked about last week was about trust was the first factor, the first wave in all this was, number one, trusting yourself. You can't get people to trust you if you don't trust that you have the knowledge, the ability, the capacity, or the commitment, if you will, to do what you say. So it will first start with you getting taken stock of who you are, what you are, what you do, what you promise to do, what you promise to deliver, um, the quality, the timeline, all that goes back to you. So before you can get people to trust you, You've got to trust yourself. And we spent all last week talking about self-examination. And if you be able to deliver that trust that you are asking people to forgive you. So now we're on to the second wave of this factor. And this is really the second thing is your relationship, your relational piece. Okay, let's talk about the relational piece. You trust yourself. Now you're going out and trying to share who you are and develop the relationship to have that trust. There is a virtual trust factor, a trust bank there, if you will, that you have got to define, to nurture, 
and keep it growing, just like any other account, like any other bank. You have to try to get that virtual thing happen where people begin to trust you, trust you a lot, and then give you uncontested trust about anything. That's what you're trying to develop. So some factors in getting you to do that are very simple, but I want you to think about them. I want you to think about how you may have or some people you may know or some interactions you've had that hasn't quite been on par and how you can make that a little bit better. So into the relational piece, the first thing is talk straight, straight talk. Let's just come on out with it. Let's just tell the truth. I have a friend who often says, truth don't need no fixing, okay? Tell people the truth about a project, about a timeline, about a, a commodity you're trying to buy, about a service, about an entity, about what your cause may be. Tell the truth. Very simple or not a lot of um, uh, fast talking and uh, uh, big words and uh, those simple, straight talk. People feel a lot lot better about you and what you're trying to sell. Just demonstrate to them clearly who you are, what your gender is. This should be not difficult, the straight talk. If you purchase this car, you're going to get X amount of miles. It tends to last this way. Your oil changes as this, whatever. You can ride X amount of people in the car, just the basic straight facts of it. Let people understand where you're staying. Understand that first. The other thing, this is simple. When you're dealing with people, whether it's profit or nonprofit, clearly show respect for that person, for their needs, for what they're trying to get accomplished. The mark of a great person, my show talks about growing in greatness, continuing to be great. How you do that? The mark of a great person is that you handle everybody in every situation the same. The mark of a great person is you treat everyone the same, whether they can do something for you or not. It's easy for you to treat a person who you know is uh, well-established, who has personal clout, who has um, uh, business clout, uh, who have money in the bank, and all of this. It's very easy to treat them special and run, pull a chair up and offer them a, a cup of coffee or whatever. But do you do that for everyone? If someone walks into your business who may not be well-known, maybe starting out, maybe not having a clout, maybe not dressed as well as some people dress, do you still treat them the same way I respect because they are a client? They are a person. They are a potential client. They are a person, and they deserve, just like anybody else deserves. And you never know how those things may work out for you in terms of uh, you judging a book by the cover. So show everyone the same level of respect. My mother always said, and the older I get, the more I say this, my mother always said, she always talked about good manners and common sense will take you a long way in life. Going back to that, Simple respect for please and thank you. I understand your time. I thank you for your time. Uh, I respect your time. Thank you for considering us. I appreciate you. Please and thank you will take you a long way in any kind of business arena. I reminded of a story. I was with a large advertising agency in New York. And um, there was a woman there who was like maybe the third person in command of the whole agency. She was human resource director there. And you know the power of a human resource director, right? And I would interact with her and coming back and forth and whatever. And we got to develop a very, very good friendship um, over years. And over the years, um, we got very, very close. Um, but she would advocate for me. 
in terms of speaking with the owner of the company and the vice presidents and all that stuff like that. She would advocate for me. Um, she walked out and got me um, some extra, you know, some nice little Trotskys. got a vacation one time because I've been working so hard. Uh, she would give me good insights, good business insights on how things worked at that, at that particular agency, the things I need to say, things I need to do. She was just a great person with me. And so she was talking with someone else, and they were discussing me, and uh, she said to the person, the reason why I did these things for Gwen, the reason why I respected Gwen, because she's the only person that would ever come into my office and say, please and thank you. Just that simple. She said, then my eyes opened up, and I got to know her as a person and then respect her, and that's how we're close today. But just simply saying please and thank you, who ever knew that that would make a big deal to her? I'm from the South, and so we always said please and thank you, and my parents were pretty strict, and they were demanding that type of respect, especially for someone older than you, and that's what we always did. But that one little thing I'm sure helped me more than I probably would ever know in that particular arena because she was there advocating for me, helping me, giving me insights, and, and helping me through the process and talking very positively about me to the owner and the president and people that need so it was really a great thing. So treating people well and giving that respect that the people are due, it's huge when it comes to building up your trust factor, showing respect. You need to also be transparent. You can't fake caring about people. Be transparent. Put that out there. Tell them what the facts are and put it out there very succinctly. Um, people actually distrust you when they can't see what you're saying. Time to explain to them the situation. I'm not advocating you take all day to do a simple, uh, a simple introduction or a simple process. I'm just saying, oftentimes we take it in advantage and say we're going to let's do something simple. We're going to um, uh, refurbish your office, and we'll have it done in, in, in four days. And the person saying, okay, I, I understand. Why is it taking four days? I got a meeting here on the fifth day. Are you sure you're going to make the four-day deadline? When you explain to a person that I'm going to be do your office, it's require us this much time to move the furniture, this much time to paint, this much time to trim. We're going to redo these shelves. Tell them what goes on in those terms. They'll feel more confident, com- comfortable and confident and trust your ability to get it done because they realize you already mapped it all out for them. You, when you say it's going to take you four days, you can tell them why it's going to take you four days. You can tell them how much time the paint job is going to take. You're going to tell them how much time to move the furniture first. You're going to tell them how much time it takes to do the shelving or whatever. Simple stuff, simple communications means more than you would ever know in terms of gaining people's trust and confidence in you. Once again, why do that? It makes life busy, better for you. It makes busy situations easier. It makes you, be people make decisions better and faster knowing I can trust the person on the other end. So be transparent to people. Tell people what's going on in the venture. Another thing I think we need to understand when you're in business, we all make mistakes. Oftentimes, things just happen. Stuff happens. That's just the bottom line. Life happens. Things happen. Go ahead and take responsibility for being wrong when you are. Say, I apologize. I'm not saying to say you're sorry because some people have an issue with that. Just say, I apologize. I didn't realize this is what happened. To my best of my ability, I told you it would take four days. 
this is what happened. I was wrong for not understanding that this particular paint takes two days to dry opposed to one, if that's the case, or whatever it is. And tell people that early on. Don't make a person have to come back to you and ask you on the fourth day, you're still working. It's the morning of the fifth day, you're still not completed. When you find out that there's a, a chink or something went wrong, I didn't go, you like good person first off, hey, I started this job on Monday. It may be Tuesday. Go to the person Tuesday afternoon. I told you I'd be finished by Thursday, but I realized this particular paint takes two days instead of one. So I'm going to be off about a half a day. Tell them what, you're gonna, what, the, what the problem was, how you tend to fix it. So it may not be four days. It looks like more like four and a half because while this is doing this, I'm going to function with this. Simple communication. Simple. The person is going to appreciate you for it and say, okay, I can work around my schedule now. So we might have the people coming in the afternoon or post or morning. You can work around things together. Tell people when you're wrong. And tell people how you're going to fix it. Write your wrongs. You make a mistake. Fix it. Don't push it off and say, well, those kind of things happen. Oh, well, you know, um, uh, um, the gentleman that was supposed to do X, Y, and Z didn't show up. That may be what happened, but you're still responsible to fix it. Don't let it just lay there. Okay, that person didn't come, so ooh. No, you're going to say the person didn't show up. I'm on the phone now. I'm going to get it fixed. I'm going to have someone work extra hours to make it happen. Fix it. Fix what's wrong. And show that you're willing to do that. Cover from being upfront and honest whenever there's a wrong. Take responsibility for the wrong. Have the courage to do what needs to be done. Be a person of courage and standards. I promised you it would be done in four days. I made every effort to. Here's what happened, and I couldn't make it. So if this okay with you, what I will do is reduce your price by this amount of money because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. That may not be necessary. So if I say, okay, no problem, but that, that, those things happen. But be prepared to fix it, whatever it requires. It may not even come to that. People might say, okay, I know I do. When people are doing work on my building, my space, they tell me four days, I know it's going to be six. And so I plan for it in my mind. They may say, no big deal. We understand those things happen. They may say, they may be very, very upset. They may be very, very upset. And for you to appease them, to try to make it better, fix it. If it requires you bringing someone in, spending more time, working over hours, fix it. It requires you to say, I didn't live up to the agreement, so I'm going to give you X amount of discount or whatever, fix it. If it says I'm going to come back and do something you didn't pay me for to stay in your good graces, fix it. Simple as that. Be able to say, I made a mistake, I'm going to fix it, and when something does go wrong, tell them quickly, this is happening, this is how I'm going to adjust, this is how I'm going forward. How can someone not trust that? But they know you're going to do what you said. You know you have the courage of your conviction. They know you have the courage to say what really is, and you're going to fix it at the end of the day. And I'll tell you another thing I've learned in life. When you are in these situations and a person gets upset, and once you say, I apologize, that really diffuses. What do you say past that? The person just begins bitching and complaining, and you look at them crazy. What else can I do? I apologize. Let me try to fix it. It diffused a whole lot of back-and-forth conversations. You try to justify, you know, why you shouldn't be treated this way or justify why they're not right. You know, I understand what you're feeling. I apologize for this. This is how I'm going to fix it. That diffused the whole situation. I think both of you guys feel better, and you can go forward past that point. So I found that to be because people always want to complain and say it wasn't my fault. 
take responsibility and keep it moving. That's whatever. Show yourself loyal. When you're in this process, give credit. The credit is due. We're still in a scenario by this office space you're fixing for somebody. Give credit where credit is due. That's going to be so impactful to the person that you're dealing with, as well as your team. So are we fixing this wall? Are we getting this stuff done? Hey, guess what? As my person was fixing your office space, they found out that there was some problems here with termites. or this had dry rot or whatever. And so they pointed that out. We would have painted over that, but they found so-and-so and so. So I want to tell you, my person over here, James, found this, and I want to give him credit and let you know what he did. Then he feels good that your people are on it, not just you, your people are on it. Then he also feels, then James feels good and said, wow, he didn't take a lot of credit or blow my thing off. He gave me credit for being a part of the team. He appreciated what I did. So when you're doing that sort of thing, remember always to show loyalty to your people, to the person you're working with. Show them what you're going to do. Let them know what you're going to do. Be loyal to them. Now, another thing I'm going to say about loyalty, too, when you're doing this kind of stuff, a trustworthiness, when you promise someone to do something or you make plans to do something with someone, be loyal to the plans you initially made. Don't let somebody come through here and, and throw you a couple extra dollars and you say, hey, I'm going to push this, their business off because this is more money. That's not loyal. If a person agrees with you, you agree with them, you've worked with them, especially worked with them in the past, and you agree to do something about a certain period of time, but you decide to blow them off because something else came along that was a little shinier, that's no integrity and that's not loyalty. Now, if you and that person have a relationship where you can see this person, hey, guy, I promise to get with you on Tuesday, but I have something else that I could possibly, could I possibly move you back. Does your schedule allow me to be adjusted? Sometimes they will say you don't. But to blow a person off just to get a few more dollars right now, you are not showing loyalty or integrity, and you will end up losing at the end. Chasing behind a dollar will end up losing at the end. Show yourself to be trustworthy and that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And because you still what you say you're going to do, comes another point. Deliver the results you promised. Okay, don't say, well, I half did it, and that'll be okay. Now, you may say, wow, Gwen, that's all elementary. And it is. Facts you think about every day. There are facts that people just don't give the consideration to. Just don't think about it. You have to deliver, you have to deliver the results you promised. Be able to tell them why you can't deliver them. Let them know that early. This didn't happen. This had happened. When you establish a track record with people, they want to know. And this is going to go back to one more thing. Don't start uh, agreeing to stuff you think you can't do. Don't just chase them dollars and say, oh, I can do both of these. Be able to deliver on what you said you're going to do. Don't chase the dollars all the time. You can't constantly do that and mess up delivering on what you probably deliver on. Because I'm going to deliver in this room for this person, this office space I'm doing for them. But then guess what? This other deal came up where he wants me to do one more thing to do this um, particular den for her. So I'm going to jump over here and do that, and then I'm going to jump back over here and do this, and, da, da, and then you end up having two people upset with you, unhappy with your work, and blowing you off. You'd be better served to go ahead and do what you told a person you're going to do and deliver on time, deliver the results you promised them, opposed to trying to juggle both jobs and making two people upset with you. Remember that it's so important, especially when you're a small business, especially when you start now, you're trying to get all the dollars you can get, you're trying to get your name out there, you're just running, running, running raggedy, and you're promising things that you know you can't do or you know it's going to be difficult to do, stop it. Take a deep breath, 
do what you do and do it right. Deliver what you promise to deliver people. Another thing I'm going to say to you about delivering the results you promise people, if you realize that a person wants you, and this happens with a lot of folk who are in um, industries like counseling, uh, lawyers, uh, people doing accounting, some of that more that abstract work, but it's still work, it's still real work, and people want to call you up and say, hey, I got a project, a lot in my area of marketing, um, training happens a lot in, hey, I got this project I want um, you to work on, and I want to get your opinion on it, and um, da, 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 da. And you and that person talk for 30 minutes or so, okay. Then they call you back the next day, and they talk to you for an hour about it. Then they want to get you the phone call with somebody to discuss it and go back by whatever. Stop it. Stop that with people. That message, your business that you already have on speculative work. Now, don't misunderstand me. I am not saying you can't go out and do specs and make plans for the future. What I'm saying is understand your boundaries. If you are saying the person wants to pull you in on a project, you know your work because, remember, we, we, you, you know your own work. You know you can trust yourself that you will deliver, that you're committed, that you know your trade, you have the knowledge of your trade, so you know that. So when folk call you up, and they will, and you give them a half an hour to talk about whatever, whatever, that might be all they get. Now, if you want to talk about another time for an hour or two hours, give me a conference call, that's a fee for that. That's what costs you something, okay, because it happens all the time. You end up giving a person two or three hours of your time, of your intellectual property, and then you get nothing for it. Now, you can say, Gwen, oh, that's just three hours, but you keep adding them on, three hours here, three hours there, four hours here, conference call is five hours. Hey, stop it. This is what you need to do for yourself. Determine how far you're going to go. Don't get sucked into it and then determine. Determine yourself right now. Or even the same thing, you come out and give somebody an estimate or whatever else. You're, gonna, you're going to make a dress for somebody, your, your seamstress. You're going to do somebody's hair. Hey, this is I do. My consultation is 15 minutes. You get a 15-minute consultation. You get a 30-minute consultation. After that point, any additional time costs X amount of dollars. I'm not trying to be hard. I'm just saying that keeps you from getting bogged down and can't deliver the results that you are trying to deliver for the client who's paying because you're out here running behind this other stuff that's not real. And it happens more and more and more, and it happens with fields such as mine in advertising, consulting, marketing, accounting, legal, whatever. And lawyers don't even play a game with you anymore. When you get on the phone with a lawyer, they hit the button on their phone, the tabs start clicking. Okay? They don't even play that game with you. So do the same thing. You can give some free time, the first 15 minutes, the first 30 minutes to assess. That's fine. But after that, stop running behind money, which won't allow you to deliver what you've already promised to deliver and cause you, cause you a challenge with that. That happens so, so much. I had to say that, piece. Remember that and go for it. Also, make every effort to continue to get better in your field. Um, one of the things we try to do oftentimes is we just think we're good at what we do, and we probably are, and then that's it. You can't just rely on your old things. You have to continue to grow and learn and keep growing and keep learning. Here's a quote someone says. Um, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read or write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Let me say that again. The illiterate 
of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. So always continue to strive to get better. You may be a great lawyer, a great carpenter, a great auto salesman, but you got to keep going back. Keep going back and learning and see what's out there because the world is constantly changing. Innovations are coming about. New things are happening every day. Always know about them. The new things may not be for you, but still know about them. Do you have a working knowledge and learn how to bring them into the fold so you'll come to be successful? Confront the realities of what's happening from day to day. Understand what's happening, what's going on, how it affects you how it affects your environment, how it affects your industry. Understand all those things. When you're dealing with someone in terms of trust factor, always get get understanding. State your expectations and let them state their expectations. So we're not confused because the two of us can have a meeting about any project that we're doing and all have come out with different expectations of that day. I'm a person who believes in getting it in writing. I do not believe it's necessary to email everything to people. To me, emails are for confirmation and information, not to discuss a project. So whenever you have some conversations about a project or whatever a person wants you to do or not wants you to do or anything you need to do for them or get into whatever, what kind of agreement with them, put it in writing. After you've discussed it, let's make sure that everyone's expectations are straight. That is so important that you state expectations so people are clear, you are clear, and that they are clear. Always be accountable for what you're doing. Like I said before, you have to be accountable for you to be trusted. And if you dealt with that trust that's needed as you go forward. One of the other things you need to always do is listen first. Um, I have several people who call me up and say, hey, you know, I got this idea. I'm thinking about this. I said, okay, tell me about it. Because if I don't let them, I start telling them, we could waste some time on the phone. You call me. Tell me what it's all about, what your thoughts are, your expectations are, and listen. Very, very important to us if there's a problem situation because if there's a problem situation, we don't want folk, to, we don't want to get an idea of what's going on, get an attitude with the person, and already have our preconceived notions there before we get a chance to sit back and listen to their side of the story, listen to what they're saying, listen to what they're trying to commit, and then you can say, oh, I can answer that intelligently. I can answer that honestly. I can answer that with all of the information. So whenever you're dealing with this, the people that trust you, listen to what they have to say first before you jump to conclusion and then go from there. Another thing I have to say with that whole thing, again, meet your commitments. If you commit to something, meet that commitment. If you can't meet that commitment, tell the person early on why you're not going to meet it and be able to give them a solution that is amenable for them and for you. Now, just giving them a solution that they don't agree with is not going to solve the problem, okay? Don't think that's what you, all you have to do. You need to come with solutions that's going to benefit you, but more importantly, it's going to have to sit with their approval because they are the client. They are paying you to work with them for them on the project. So commitments are important. Don't just throw dates out the window. You need to keep up with your commitments. You need to have scheduling tools. Whether it's online, whether it's a piece of paper, whether it's your phone, whatever, your iPad, you need to have some type of device that keeps you on schedule and helps you remember your commitments because you're not that good. You're going to have to get something, okay? And extend the trust to other people. You want someone to trust someone to trust you? Trust them. 
Please, I'm not asking anybody to lose their mind. You do everything within reason. Trust them to a point. Then you can trust them more. And then you can trust them more. And then you can trust them even more. Now, the same thing happens in reverse. When you're working for someone trying to gain their trust, trying to have them to buy your commodity or to invest in your, your entity or to contribute to your cause, same thing applies. You have to be in a position where people trust you, what you say, then they trust you more, and then they trust you even more. The same thing go back and forth with other people. When people trust you, you've got to trust people as well. These are some basic factors. You say, oh, okay, that was kind of basic, but think about it. Those things are so, so important when we're doing business and trying to build up the trust. We have been in an environment more than ever before where people are taking some basic human principles, some basic rights, if you will, just the right thing to do, just the basic um, uh, integrity plays. People are just put out the window. And we in our business, we go in greatness. This is what people with greatness do. When you talk about great people, you never have to question their integrity. You never question whether people trust them. There's no one that you consider to be great that you have a question about their integrity and their trust factors. So we want to continue to grow in greatness do a good job, be successful, and to go out and do all we can do to help this world, our businesses, our families, our causes to continue to grow and be successful. So we have one more portion to go on this, on this piece. We'll finish up next week, and we'll be finished with this part of our trust. But I thought it was very, very important. I've been working on this truck faster thing for a little while now, and I started putting together so much basic information, so much information that I just wanted people to start thinking about again. There's nothing new under the sun. But start thinking about it again in a way that's going to affect your business and how it has affected you in the last several years, especially in terms of dealing with business and how people dealt with you. So once again, thank you for listening today. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Please listen up. Um, we have, you like what I'm saying, um, tell your friends. Um, hit me up on Facebook, Growing in Greatness, and uh, giving ideas of things you'd like to hear about, talk about. Uh, on Like, you can catch my iPod on all of them, iHeart, Apple, Podcast, Taster, all of those you can hear the podcast on. But please, continue to listen, continue to let us all together grow in greatness. Now, the day today, today is the day to go out and be great. Thank you. Have a great evening. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.